Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Jumped on with Bloke and Abar Denim Kemp uh, earlier today. We dove into a heap of topics. We went through the first eight teams in the NRL and talked about some black book guys, some rookies that I've got my eyes on. Some of them I've mentioned on this podcast. Other ones I've gone a little bit deeper with. So a really good analysis of a heap of young guns in Rugby League. We kicked off talking about the tennis and about Adam Fanua Blake re-signing and a couple of other things as well. The Gold Coast Titans, who they I've selected to play nine for them in season 2022. I've cut the tennis chat out because, yeah, I'm not sure if you guys have picked up on it, but I've got no idea what the fuck I'm talking about when it comes to tennis. So I cut that out for you guys. This is the Rugby League Guru podcast, so we will stick to strictly Rugby League. If you'd like to have a listen to that tennis chat, though, jump over to Bloke in a Bar. It's about 15 minutes there of Denon doing some serious heavy lifting and me chiming in with some absolute dribble. But today we're going to dive into this is the start of that podcast. We talk about our weekends and everything, a bit of general chat. And then we get into the goal. Coast Titans, who's going to play nine for them in season 2022. Weirdly enough, they've already announced it, which I find very strange. And then we talk about Adam Fanua Blake and how important he is to the New Zealand Warriors. We always we also touch on some of the best defenders in the history of rugby league. A really good instalment here. Then over the next few days, we will have the first eight teams in the NRL and talking about some of the young guns that I've got my eyes on that you're going to see over the next few years. Just a bloke in a bar. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Bloke in a Bar, brought to you by the Beer of Sport. The Beer of Sport. We dedicate, literally, I wake up in the morning, Guriccio, I wake up in the morning, and I literally, my whole day is dedicated to sport. I'm looking at articles, I'm, I'm looking at different sports, I'm creating posts to give to you guys. If you, t- if you aren't telling me that's not the Beer of Sport, then your name isn't Guriccio. It certainly is, so <laughs> there's your answer. Grizzly Asm did have a beard. <laughs> Um, but anyway grab a case of bloke in a bar if they don't stock it like a lot of people like because it sells out quickly and because we've got such a small team sometimes it doesn't get restocked Uh, so just if it's if it's on the store locator 
um, and it's it's sold out or whatever, all you got to do is just like, hey, could you order a couple more cases or whatever through a thing called ALM or ILG, and they'll order it in. Um, but it's going to be a big year for Bloke. We, we had a very, very small team last year, so it's really hard to keep up with demand. This year... We're really, really, um, you know, we've got a little bit of a bigger, not a big team, but it's a bigger team and we'll be able to keep up with demand a lot more. So get on board. Get on board in the early days. You know what? Bloke beer is the Bitcoin of beers. We may go up, we may go down and crash a little bit, but in the end, we're going to go to the moon, baby. So get on early. Get on early. Tell your kids. What, how good would it be to tell your kids I was there in the early days of VB? You'd be like, I fucking remember the first few runs of VB. I tell you what, that'd be pretty good. You can get on that with Bloke. Um, but anyway, we've got Gurino here. How you going, brother? Good, mate. The uh, Bitcoin of beers is a big day, just quietly. <laughs> I mean, look, I am a big day. If there is a meaning of the big no day, I am fucking it. Um, how you been, mate? How was your weekend? Yeah, all good. Had a uh, had a bucks on the weekend. One of my best mates. Yep. So was it dusty? A, a bucks in the classical sense or a new age bucks? Um, probably halfway, I'd say. Okay, so yeah. he's making some progress towards the new the new era that he's yeah, just without friends. a doubt. Yeah, one of those mates that uh, I wasn't really expecting a massive night out of, but yep. uh, yeah, he de- certainly delivered. So wow, okay. had a couple of blokes blokes that came up and said hello too. So it's good Bucky's night out. Already, hey, hey, Maddie last week, the Garino this week. The bloke ship just keeps rising back. The water rises, the ship rises with it. Or what is it? All, all, all uh, rising tides raise all ships, baby. Rising tides raise I think they all thought ships. I was Mark Tukey, but that's okay. Can't <laughs> hey, win them look, all. I'll take Mark Tukey. Oh, He's a cult hero. Every day of the week. <laughs> fucking, they call me the beak, bro. That's a way worse <laughs> fucking nickname. Like, I'm literally called the worst feature about me. That's what my nickname is. Um, so, stop your complaining, Tukey. Fuck me. Um, anyway. Uh, you know, we do it every single week. Every, every week, every episode, I ask how the guest is and they don't ask how I am. So I'll go fuck myself again. It doesn't matter how much time. You know, the beak always asks how you're going. No, no one ever asks how the beak's going. No one ever asks how I'm going. Um, anyway, we, uh, oh yes, stores in the spotlight, stores in the spotlight. We've got Oscar's Liquor Sevens Hill. No, sorry, Oscar's, Oscar's Liquor Sevens Hill. IGA Mascot. Oh, in mascot. That's just around the corner. Just around the corner. Thanks, IJ mascot. Appreciate you. Uh, the icon is on tap. That's down in the gong, and they've been with us from the start. So get down the icon, and it's actually a pretty chill, cool place. The icon. Many a nights down that, that Crown Street myself and back in the day. Many a night. Um, IGA Kayama Downs. Kayama, how good. Celebrations Appen. Celebrations Scone. Star Liquor Bundok in Townsville. Bundok in Townsville. Get there. East End Hotel, Bundaberg. We're in Bundaberg as well. Liquor Barons, Wembley Downs in Perth. We're going nation, Garino. We're going nationwide here. Uh, Station Hotel, Lismore. Legends, Upper Caboolture. Eagle Tavern, Bean Lee. But anyway, on to NRL news. Uh, Justin Holbrook has said that Aaron Clark will be the Titans hooker over Aaron Booth. This to me was really, really surprising. Not because Aaron Clark, you know, uh, is bad or anything like that. I was just thinking that, you know, you've got a guy like Aaron Booth coming from the storm that is an out-and-out hooker, um, and, and he's been signed for that, and you got rid of Mitch Rain, who was being picked over Aaron Clark. Do you know what I mean? Like, At no point last year I, did I ever get the impression that Holbrook thought Aaron Clark was the guy. Mm. It, was, it was not a single moment. There was even less moments, you know, because he had Mitch Rain there, and then he let him go. It's very strange, and Booth... He's got such good raps on him. He's coming from a great system. He's not going to be Cameron Smith next year. But if I'm playing the Titans, 
respectfully, Darren Clark, I'm more worried if Aaron Booth is in the mm. nine. And, and look, look, fair play to Aaron Clark. Like maybe he's had a crazy off season, and, yep. and that's what Holbrook is seeing. So we don't have all the information. We're just going off the information that we saw last year. And I th- actually thought Aaron Clark was a really good off the bench. Um, I, th- I actually thought that he brought a bit of like zip to the pack when he did come on. Uh, whereas like obviously Mitch Rain was the kind of like longer time, long for, like would spend more time as a hooker. But just for surprise, like you get rid of Rain, who was ahead of Clark, but then you go and sign Booth. And you've also got Tanner Boyd there. Um, well, that's the other one, Tanner Boyd. Like I, oh, I think he's going to be very unlucky to miss this side. I like Tanner Boyd, and he's young yep. too. He's so young. He's like what twenty one. Yep. He, and he's not even a natural hooker, but he's also but he's kind of worked at that role. It's a, it's really surprising, Aaron. Like and you know what? To credit to Aaron Clark, he must have worked his ass off in the off season. He must be fitter than ever. He must be training better than ever. Um, because yeah, if I'm being totally honest. He would have probably been third in my picking order. But he, again, one thing I will say, when you're in an NRL squad, the preseason for guys like, you know, because I've been similar in Aaron Clark's position. My first year, Stephen Michaels and Darius Boyd and Leon Bott and this other guy called Fraser Anderson were all in front of me. Mm. So I was like fringe, fringe, like pff, fuck, lucky to be in reserve grade. Um, not, not lucky, like lucky, like I was the main winger in reserve grade, but I don't know, because I hadn't played much footy, I was still so far away from first grade. Um, but then if you come out and you have these crazy preseason, and that's something that I always excelled at is like, I would train really, really hard uh, when, when my headspace was good. When my headspace was bad later, when I wanted to quit footy, um, I would still train really hard, but it just wasn't the same. Whereas like early, like the period where I, was, I wanted to be there, my training was like tip top and, and it gets you opportunities. Like, for example, um, I got to go to an army camp. It was a fucking... I mean, it was a good opportunity, but a bad opportunity. I had to do the army camp. Uh, but it gets you trial matches. It gets you... And so, clearly, Aaron Clark has done that in this offseason. Yeah, I'm a bit surprised it's before a trial is played, to be mm. honest with you. Mm. Um, I mean, at the same time, that could get the very best out of Aaron Clark, knowing that the coach is backing him. But <clears throat> I think I would have liked to have thrown the nine jersey in the middle of these two and see what I can get out of both of them. Uh, Doesn't but, that speak to Clark's probably... I mean, he's clearly killed in the off-season then. Yeah, I mean, be. yeah, he's obviously had, had a very good off-season. I just, you know, you obviously haven't seen him play with this spine that they've got at the moment. So, mm. um, yeah, it's an interesting one. I mean, if Aaron Clark kills it this year, we'll give him all the praise in the world and Holbrook's sure. a genius. So, yeah, um, yeah, good on him for backing his gut feel in there on those two. Yeah, and, and good on Aaron Clark. Good, yep, on, good on Aaron Clark. Like, to work... You, it's so hard winning the fringes, man. And especially, like, he's sitting there watching Aaron Booth get signed. He's sitting there watching Tanner Boyd be, you know, this young guy coming through. Uh, fair play to him. Well done, Aaron Clark, for getting that spot. Uh, Warriors re-sign Adam Fenor Blake. What a incredibly good signing. Yeah, I still think there's an argument that AFB is probably the most underrated front row in our game. Yeah. For, and for what he provides yeah. and the way people talk about him, I still think there's a massive gap between those two. Mm, for sure. Like, when you talk about your top three front rowers, to most people, you're going to go Payne Haas, you're going to go Fisher-Harris, you're probably going to go Asai Fidi, maybe. Um, you're very rarely, unless you're a Warriors fan or a Manly fan, would you say Adam Fenor Blake, yet when you watch him play and the impact he has on games, mm. even on Manly, like... You know, for example, like let's say he was still at Manly when they went on that run. I reckon they go a lot better in the big games with a guy like Adam Fenor Blake in the middle. Like massive, like a lot better. Uh, So I totally agree with you. Like he would still be in people's top 10 or top six or whatever, but there's an argument that he's top three. 
I also think in rugby league, and you can probably talk more about it, if you've got the scariest bloke on the field, yeah. fuck, it's big. Like oh, people yeah. undervalue it so much. But when, you know, I'm sure when you were coming through, if Brad Thorne was playing that weekend or Petro or Shane. Tony Carroll. It's Tunza, yeah. Like it's just, it's a completely different footy side. Mm. It was like Tony Carroll had this aura about him, just this like don't run at Tony Carroll. Yeah. It doesn't matter how big you are and how fast you are and how strong you are, do not run at Tony Carroll. And that's a like – I'm pretty sure for a period there, he he kind of was a huge reason for Darren Lockyer. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Just being eased into that sixth position. Um, again, I, I, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they he was put specifically there to protect Lockie. Uh, Kevin Costner, the bodyguard. Yeah, the bodyguard. Uh, and, and, and it fucking worked. Yep. You didn't want to go hitting short lines down that short side. I would argue to this day... Maybe the only other person is Jake Trevojevic, but I would argue to this day he's probably the best tackle technique there is on an edge. Because like, he would snap blokes, like snap them. Um, and he would also like, he'd be able to shift from lock to second row and even out to centre and he would do yep. the exact same thing there. Absolutely. I think people undervalue how difficult the centre job is in, in defence. Yeah, for sure. Let, let us know in, in the comments section, who do you think, you know, like top three in the last 20 years, like tackle technique, you know, like is it, Jake Trevojevic, is it Tony Carroll? Who, 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 what's another Smokey you'd throw in there? Fuck, I'd tell you Smokey would be Joey. Yeah, he was fucking really good. 100%. You know, you know who else is another Smokey? He's going to sound fucking crazy. But uh, not in, he wouldn't be in the top. But for a, for a halfback putting hits on, Nathan Cleary yeah. actually puts a few hits on. Yeah. Like he rushes out of line sometimes and tries to shot people, which I love to see. Another thing that I think is underappreciated by people, how good some of these five-eights and halfbacks are defensively. Mm. Like it's It's... It's all good and well if you can put on four tries, but if you're conceding two or three a game, well, it's it's kind of like the the, the referee effect of like a good defensive uh, six or seven, you don't really notice it because mm. they just did their job. They, they legs tackle, you know, they did their job. Whereas a bad defensive, yeah, if seven, you're not noticing a half in defence, sensation, hundred percent, unreal. Huge you know, it's, it's almost the Dylan Brown effect yeah. to an extent. Like, don't get me wrong, I know he's got stuff to work on. Uh, in attack, and I know he is the coolest man alive, and that's the only reason why we are even speaking about Solely him. Solely only reason. <laughs> but, you know, his defence is never talked about. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, it's really interesting. Whereas, like, you know, and I'll use one of the goats for an example. Like, how much did people talk about Thurston's defence? How much did they talk about Benji's defence when people actually don't realise how fucking hard it is defending that position? Yep, for sure. Um, now, I, I feel like both Thurston and, and Benji got better at it as they got older. Um, or as in, you know, when their bodies weren't injured. Like, I, I feel like with Thurst, it was really interesting. I feel like there was a period that, like, the eight in a row, he really had fixed it up a bit and got... Then, obviously, his body got injured and those last year or two was just tough on his body. Um, I, what I love about Thurston is, like, he is the definition of a battler. Yeah. He, he, whenever he had a bad defensive game, it wasn't through a lack of trying. Hundred percent. He would. There would never be a time where he wouldn't put his body in front. Yeah. That's the one thing that I feel like fans and even myself like. If you get bumped off, I'm okay with that. 
as long as you put your body in front. But when you see players do that and jump out of the way, do that like, you know, if people are listening, like they kind of like stick their arm out rather than getting their shoulder in front. I know it very well, don't worry. <laughs> um, I think that's like, it's not unforgivable, but it is a real like, bruh, like it's okay to get bumped off. We all get, everyone gets bumped off. Even the biggest of the biggest, like Sonny Bill got bumped off by Burgess. You know, Sonny fucking Bill. Um, I think it's the other thing with halves that like when you when you get to the end of the game you look oh they made 20 tackles they missed five and you know it's one way to look at it but especially with halves the way that some of them defend that they just they just disrupt the play by putting yeah. themselves there that it doesn't show up in stats it's it's very hard to measure but it was something that Thurston was good at because he could read a play like yeah. he would disrupt he'd miss a heap of tackles but he'd disrupt a lot of plays and just send it into chaos and it would die there yeah for sure you, you sometimes sometimes it's better for a, a half to rush and miss a tackle than to stay back and just worry about his own job because then they, then they just slide over the line, yeah. you know, or something along those lines. So, yeah, I, I do believe if you're looking at outside back missed tackles, sometimes the, the stats do tell a story. Sometimes it's like, yeah, he missed a few tackles. But you're better off watching the game to get a real context of it. You know, was it a covered tackle that they just, you know, they got a hand on him, but he was already broken the line across from someone else? Or did he uh, get it? Did he rush up and make the player go back inside, then the forwards clean it up and it was a quick play the ball, uh, slow play the ball. Uh, whereas forwards, I feel like stats are usually pretty accurate of how they've gone. Um, You've got to eye test outside backs. And yeah, I think, I think so for all. Now, again, you know, sometimes stats absolutely do tell a story where you're going, yeah, he, he, he did have a bad one. Um, anyway, Warriors sign uh, Adam Fenor Blake. Look, it, it's really interesting. Warriors in this really strange, I don't know where to put them right now. Because they're, they're doing a lot of good things. Signing SJ, getting Ash Taylor, you know, that seems to be going well down there. You know, Matt Lodge, I think, has a lot to offer. But at the same time, can I see him... You know, they lost Roger to a vast check. They've obviously got Reese Walsh. Yeah, I, I don't know where to put them. They're hard to trust still. Mm. I, I look at the squad, <clears throat> I think... 1-13, to 13, it's a really good side. They've got forwards coming out of their ass that aren't going to be in their side. So mm. there's a heap of depth there. The, the outside backs are pretty young, is a worry, but you have got to give somewhere, yeah. realistically. Uh, yeah, I think if SJ can stay on the field the whole year, I, I give them a real shot of making the eight. I think with AFB as well, you know, we said he's the scary guy on the field. Well, you know, the offload, everything stands out. But just the motor that he has. Yeah. You know you, you know you can get 70 minutes. Like, if you need to, you can get 80 minutes out of AFB for two weeks on the row, in a row if you're desperate. And, and it's going to be quality work too. Yeah. It's not just like your five-metre run, slow play the ball. It's like 10, 12 metres, a lot of post-contact. I mean, the year at Manly, I think he led post-contact. Yeah, it was, it was close to it. And he's sort of – he's getting to that age now where – AFB knows how to take care of himself in a mm. game. Yeah. Whereas, you know, the younger guys, when they get forced to play big minutes, they just go 100 miles an hour trying to do everything. He'll, yep. He's now picked his moments where he knows he can have a little spell, have a little breather in game. So, I think the positive for the Warriors right now is, like, they are their attention is pretty good mm. and they have, they've recruited relatively well. There seems to be a bit of depth in that forward pack. It, they've put themselves in a position to progress. You know, they're not another... You know, there are other clubs where you're kind of like, fuck. I still see a downward kind of trajectory, whereas I feel like the Warriors have the opportunity to go forward rather than backwards. Um, Especially now, once they get home too. <coughs> the game oh, changes sure. when they're home. It's going to be very interesting. Very interesting. <laughs>